Acts chapter 27. And our text for this evening is the verse 23. Verse 23. Paul says, For there stood by me this night the angel of God, whom I am and whom I serve. There stood by me this night the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve. There were over 200 prisoners on board the ship of Alexandria. Their destination was Italy. Paul being one of those prisoners on that ship. But while they made their way to Italy, it was not plain sailing, not by any means. In fact, it was dangerous at times. If you look there at verse 9. Now, when much time was spent, and when sailing was now dangerous, because the fast was now already past, Paul admonished them. He sounded a warning. The next verse said unto them, Sirs, I perceive that this voyage will be with hurt and much damage, not only for the landing of the, and the ship, but also of our lives. But, as we see from the next verse, the master of the ship decided to sail on paying no heed to what Paul the servant of the Lord had said when it wasn't too long before the warning that Paul had sounded was suddenly realized we read in verse 14 because the haven was not commodious to winter in. The more part advised to depart thence also, if by any means they might attain to Felice and there to winter, which is an haven of Crete, led toward the southwest and northwest. We read in the next verse, the south wind blew softly. So everything seemed all right at the beginning of the voice the south wind blew softly supposing that they had obtained their purpose loosing them thence they sailed close to Crete but not long after always be careful when the south wind blows softly when the south wind blows softly in life for it says but not long after there arose against the tempestuous wind called Eurocladon. Eurocladon. That name means united winds. So we have winds coming from different directions and all meeting in the one place. And this tempest raged for days 
and put the lives of all on board ship in danger. Verse 20. And when neither sun nor stars at many days appeared, and no small tempest lay on us, all hope that we should be saved was then taken away. So things were very dark indeed. Paul stood in the midst of all on board and addressed them. Verse 22 And now I exhort you to be of good cheer. In the midst of such a storm when all hope of them being saved was taken away yet Paul says be of good cheer <clears throat> I exhort you to be of good cheer for there shall be no loss of any man's life among you but off the ship for or because there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I said sir say fear not Paul Thou must be brought before Caesar. No, God has given thee all them that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. Twice is told in that. For I believe God that it shall be even as it was told thee. Be of good cheer. Before Paul had delivered a message of warning now he delivers another message stood in the midst of that vessel and delivered a message of hope be of good cheer your life will be spared tonight there will be no loss of life there was hope for all in the midst of that storm because of one because of one who stood by Paul that night in the midst of the storm and likewise in life we know it's not all plain sailing we don't always go through calm seas and then there are times when we find ourselves in some of the, one of the storms of life whatever it may be in whatever direction it blows from and then there is a time when we ourselves face your rock with them and we hardly know what to do and for the Christian there will always be listen there will always be one who will stand with us there was a, as there was one stood with Paul we'll always have one with us in the midst of the storm he'll not let us go through the storms of life alone and stand in a distance he will be with us the same one who was with Paul will be with us and give us hope he will be our hope in the midst of one of life's storms how encouraging is that how good to know to know that that we have one who will be with us 
in the midst of the storm. Yea, Paul said, they're stood by me. Boy, isn't it good to have somebody to stand by you when things aren't going too well. Well, looking at Paul's situation then, we notice Paul and his companion. Paul and his companion, they're stood by me. This night, the angel of God, whose I am and whom I serve, there's his companion. It was Charles Albert Tindley who wrote the words when the storms of life are raging stand by me when the storms of life are raging stand by me when the world is tossing me like a ship upon the sea Thou who rulest wind and sea stand by me and we know the truth of those words we have one who stands by us the whole world was being tossed as he was on the ship upon the sea and Paul was thankful that he had one to stand by him a lovely phrase that isn't to have one to stand by you even at your elbow stand by us first of all we want to notice his plight his plight we're told about the plight that Paul and the others on board that ship Alexandria were in we see first of all it was desperate it was desperate and what is recorded in the verses 14 down through to 20 not take time to read them we highlighted some verses but read down through verses 14 to 20 and it records the desperate measures that were taken to save all souls on board and to save the ship sometimes in the storms of life our situation is desperate also and we wonder what to do and maybe we take desperate measures as well as well as the plight being desperate there was also the darkness the darkness the darkness didn't just last for one night we're told we're told neither sun nor stars in many days <coughs> appeared again when trouble and trials come our way doesn't seem so dark don't we long for the sun to shine again don't we long for the clouds to disappear and that we can see the blue skies once more and for mariners that presented a great difficulty because we know that mariners navigated the seas by the stars and yet no stars or sun appeared in many days and so therefore because they were unable to navigate 
by the stars that they couldn't see they didn't know where they were that's right they had no idea where they were they were afraid of running aground in quicksand and the master of the ship didn't know where to go or what to do that's how desperate the situation was and again apply that to our day to day lives when we are in the midst of a storm during some trial do we ever, do we ever find ourselves saying to ourselves I don't know what to do what can I do I don't know what to do like King Jehoshaphat when the enemy was gathering force and surrounding Jehoshaphat and his army Jehoshaphat said neither know we what to do neither know we what to do but our eyes are upon thee Second Chronicles 20 and 12 but then there are those times when in the storms we are unable to see the Lord Jehoshaphat said neither we know what to do but our eyes are upon thee and sometimes in the storm the face of our beloved is hidden oh he's there alright make no mistake about that he's with us in the storm but we cannot see him by faith it's as if he is hidden such was Paul's experience and all on board as well as his plight we notice the person there at the height of the storm Paul said there stood by me this night stood by me at night at night there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve now of course the question arises is the angel of God who may the angel of God be now this was no mere angel heaven has many angels but this was not one of them this was no mere angel because Paul says whose I am he doesn't belong to an angel a mere angel and then he says and whom I serve so Paul doesn't serve a mere angel and he doesn't belong to a mere angel in his letter to the Galatians chapter 4 Galatians 4 and verse 14 there we read in my temptation which was in my flesh ye departed ye despised not nor rejected but receive me as an angel of God even 
as Christ Jesus now we know who the angel of God is namely the Lord Jesus Christ and there Paul likens the angel of God unto the Saviour so who was with Paul during that storm none other than Christ the Saviour there stood by me this night and that's only what we were dealing with this morning why the Lord is so precious to us here's another reason because he stands by us he stands by us in the midst of the storms of life and in the storm of life the Lord Jesus is with us in the darkness Paul may have been unable to see as it were the face of the Lord but he was there he was there and so we can take heart believer even when we are enabled to see by faith the one face of the one who is altogether lovely praise the Lord he's there he's always there he'll never leave us nor forsake us no matter how severe the storm Job was a man who knew all about that we all know something of the storm that, of life that Job went through you turn to Job in chapter 23 in Job 23 <coughs> verse 2 even today is my complaint bitter my stroke is heavier than my groaning oh that I knew where I might find him see Oh, that I knew where I might find him, that I might come even to his seat. To thy mercy of Behold, I go forward, but he's not there, and backward, but I cannot perceive him. On the left hand, where he does work, but I cannot behold him, I cannot see him. He hideth himself on the right hand that I cannot see him. Verse 10 But he knoweth the way that I take. When he hath tried me I shall come forth as gold. We all know something of the holiness of this man Job. God said there is none like him in all the earth and here we have Job a godly spiritual man and yet he couldn't behold or he couldn't see the face of his God but he was able to say he knows the way that I take he knows all about me he hasn't deserted me he hasn't left me and even though he could not see him Job was aware that the Lord was there 
For Job, the storm that he went through, you could describe it as your opposite. The number of losses that he, he suffered. But he didn't lose the Lord. Praise God, the Lord was with him. As well as his plight and the person, you notice the place. That is the place where his companion was. You look at what Paul said about the Lord. There stood by me. This night, the angel of the Lord. No, I wasn't standing at a distance. Paul said, there stood by me. Isn't it good to have one like Christ who will stand by us in the time of trouble? At a time when we hardly know where to turn to. At a time when we hardly know what to do. The Lord will stand by us. There stood by me this night, believer, when all seems to be night about us. Be assured, the Lord is standing by. Standing somewhere in the shadows, you'll find Jesus. He's the one who cares and understands. Standing somewhere in the shadow, you'll know him by the nail prints in his hand. That's right, the Lord will always stand by us. Paul experienced that before. Turn to Second Timothy. Another example. But Paul going through one of the storms of life, and boy, he went through many. Second Timothy four, and there we read in verse sixteen. And my first answer, look at that. No man stood with me, but all men forsook me. I pray God that it may not be led to their charge. Verse 17 Notwithstanding the Lord stood with me. The Lord stood with me and strengthened me and by me the preaching might be fully known and that all the Gentiles might hear and I was delivered out of the mouth of the land. Notwithstanding, all men forsook me. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. All men forsook him. And of all men forsook him, he was alone. But no, he wasn't alone. Notwithstanding, the Lord stood with me. Isn't it good to read the like of that about our Savior? He'll never leave us. No, never leave us. Nor forsake us. Even in the most severest storm that we're called upon to go through. So there we have learned something about his companion, Paul and his companion. 
Next, we want to look at Paul and his comfort. And what a comfort it must have been for Paul to have the angel of God standing by him in the midst of the darkness and that terrible storm. That was a comfort. It was a comfort because what the Lord gave on that night was God's peace. This is it. He had peace in the midst of the storm. You look at it. For there stood by me this night the angel of God whom I serve and whom I, uh, whom, whose I am and whom I serve saying, Fear not, Paul. One of the worst storms, no doubt, that Paul found himself in. And yet in the midst of it, the Lord says, Fear not, Paul. Don't be afraid. There we have God's peace. Isn't it amazing? How the peace of God can fill our hearts at a time of one of the storms of life. Fear not. Notice the peace came from the Lord, yes. Notice the peace came from the word of the Lord. Because Paul says, there stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve, saying. And so Paul got a word from the Lord. And the word was, fear not, Paul. Oh, how often has a word from the Lord brought us comfort. Has it not? Things are not going too well. The wind is contrary onto us. And maybe in our daily reading, we read down, we come to a verse, and it's as if the verse jumps out on the page. And we realize that's a word from the Lord. It's a word that just fits our need. It has happened. That's the way the Lord works. Words like Isaiah 41 and 10 Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee yea I will help thee yea I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness I will be with thee I will strengthen thee I will uphold thee I will uphold thee when you're dying and you're cast out I will lift you up I will uphold you but look again at the words of the angel he said fear not Paul there were others on the ship he didn't just say fear not he said fear not Paul in other words the word from the Lord that night on that ship 
was a personal word. It was the call personally. Fear not Paul. It was a word from God for Paul himself. It was a personal word and it fitted his situation. As often we get a word from the Lord and just fits our situation. As we said, you're reading through the scriptures and suddenly there's a verse of scripture there and it has your name written on a word from the Lord and you get up and you say thank you Lord that was a word for me that was a word for me but then listen that's who the Lord is listen to these words the Lord God this is the Savior the Lord Jesus that's speaking the Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned. And boy does the Lord Jesus have the tongue of the learned. The Lord God has given me the tongue of the learned that I should know how to speak a word in season. That I should know how to speak a word in season to him that is weary. The Lord has the tongue of the learned. That's why when we read through the scriptures in our time of need there will suddenly be a verse of scripture that will stand out to us. It's the word to us from the Lord because the Lord has the tongue of the learned. He knows how. He doesn't just, it's not just he knows to but he knows how to speak a word and season, a personal word, a word that carries us through, a word that keeps us going, a word that comforts us, a word that strengthens us. What a saviour we have. As well as God's peace, we see here God's plan. We know that Paul's God is sovereign. Our God is sovereign. Daniel said, None can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? None can stay his hand. None can stay the hand of God. None can stop the hand of God. Whatever God has planned, whatever God has purposed, God will see it through. And no man, no army of men will be able to stay his hand. Job declared the same truth. Job 9 verse 12. Behold, he taketh away. Who can hinder him? Who will say unto him, What doest thou? Interesting. That little phrase. Who can hinder him? Know what those words mean? Who can hinder him? Those words may be rendered. Who can turn him away? In other words, nobody can turn God away from his plan and for his sovereign purpose. Nobody. And the Lord 
revealed his plan that night unto Paul that guaranteed that his life would be spared and all on board ship look at verse 24 Paul said to all on board saying fear not Paul thou must be brought before Caesar there's God's plan God told Paul thou must appear before Caesar thou must doesn't matter about the storm doesn't matter about any difficulty along the way my plan is my purpose for your life is you must appear before Caesar and there's the sovereignty of our God in other words Paul no storm no matter how severe or how long it has lasted none of those things will turn me from my purpose for your life you're to appear before Caesar and that means Paul your life is safe your life is safe it is my will God will say and my purpose and my plan for your life that you will appear before Caesar this is one of the blessings of having your faith and your trust in the sovereign God listen he has a plan for each one of us every one of us the Lord has a plan for us and whatever storms we face in life God's plan will be fulfilled God's purpose will be completed because none can stay his hand or say unto him what doest thou and whatever God's plan is for our lives we can rest listen we can rest assured it will be for the best that's it I know at the time it may not appear that way it will always be for the best and will always be for the Lord's glory always for his glory and here Paul and the others went through this storm that God had a plan and a purpose in it all you have God's peace and God's plan then he was also told about God's protection we see that all on board that ship benefited from God's plan for Paul's life God's protection of Paul verse 24 saying fear not Paul thou must be brought before Caesar and know God hath given thee all them that sail with thee what a wonderful message Paul had to give all on board the ship God have given thee all them 
that sail with thee. Wherefore, sirs, be of good cheer. So he's addressing all on board. And he's telling them, be of good cheer. No life will be lost. Every man on board that ship will be saved from death. You know, I was thinking, that message that Paul gave those on board, that's a message we can give. Paul delivered to those on board a message of hope and a message of salvation. Isn't that our message? Our message is a message of hope. Paul was delivering to those prisoners on board the message he had received from the, the angel of God. And we have a message that we can deliver. A message we have received from God himself. Go ye into all the world and preach the gospel. It's a good message. It's a saving message. It's a message of hope. And that's the message we have to proclaim. We can tell of one who went through a storm on our behalf. One who went through the storm of God's wrath and God's anger and indignation. That we might be saved from that storm. We're able to say in the words of the children's chorus with Christ in the vessel we can smile at the storm because there stood by me this night stood by me this night the angel of God whose I am and whom I serve as well as Paul's companion Paul's comfort we notice also Paul and his confidence his confidence verse 25 <laughs> wherefore sirs be of good cheer for I believe God there's his confidence I believe God that it shall be even as it was told me <coughs> regarding his confidence here we have his faith I believe God you know when you read those words surely we immediately think of Abraham Abraham was promised he would have a son and he would have a son in his old age and Paul tells us in Romans 4 and 3 Abraham believed God well it seemed naturally speaking everything would be against that possibility of Abraham having a son in his own age but we know and Paul or Abraham knew what he has promised 
he's able also to perform. Well, Paul's faith in God was like that of Abraham. He believed God. I believe God. He took God at his word. He did not doubt the Lord's word. God had promised Paul that he would bring him and all with him through the storm. And Paul says, I believe God. Is it good to have your trust and faith in the Lord? When you know all his promises are yea and amen in Christ Jesus. And we can say of the Lord, I believe God. Remember working with a fellow in an engineering factory. And you couldn't believe a word he said. <laughs> That's right. He just lived by telling lies. Whatever he told you. Yeah. He said, That's not the truth. There's no good we have one of whom we can say, I believe him. I believe God. When the Lord gives us a word, listen, when the Lord gives us a word in the midst of the storms of life, he gives us a word, believe him. If he gives us a word that he'll bring us through, believe him. If he gives us a word that says, I am with thee, I'll never forsake thee, I'll never leave it, believe him. May we also say, I believe God. When he gives me a word, I believe God. When he says, I'll be with thee, I'll sustain thee, I'll strengthen thee, believe him. He'll never break a promise. Praise his name. His faith. His faithfulness. That is the faithfulness of God. We see that Paul had not a doubt that what the Lord had promised, it shall be even as it was told me. And what did the Lord tell him? The Lord told him, Paul, you're not going to lose your life because you must appear before Caesar. And all who sail with you, they'll all be saved. And Paul said, it shall be even as it was told me. He believed God. He believed in the faithfulness of the Lord. How good it is that we can tell others about the faithfulness of God. How faithful the Lord has been to us. Moses said, Know therefore that the Lord our God, He is God, the faithful God. Know therefore that the Lord thy God, He is God, He is the faithful God. That's who He is. Deuteronomy 7 and 9. Believer, we have our trust and our faith in the faithful God. Believer, we're kept 
strengthened, sustained by the faithful God. Whatever is promised, he will perform. Whatever is promised, he will do. We have a great God and greatly to be praised. And he's able to give, as he gave to Paul, peace in the midst of the storm. May the Lord bless his word to our hearts this evening. Let's go in prayer. Our dear Lord, we rejoice in thee tonight. We know, Lord, this world has multiplicity of gods, man-made gods, gods that cannot speak, hear, or see, gods that are helpless. But we find thee, we have our trust in the one living and true God, living one who inhabits eternity, one who before whose face the heavens and earth flee away, one that his appearance causes the mountains to tremble. O Lord, we're glad we have our trust in thee, and we're glad, Lord, we belong to thee through Christ thy Son. Lord, help us to remember this word, Paul was able to say fear not there was one who stood by me this night the angel of God stood by me we rejoice Lord will not have to stand alone and so Lord write thy word upon our hearts this evening may we meditate upon it even after the meeting's over and the voice of man is silent, let me think about the one who's able to give peace in the midst of the storm. Now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be your abiding portion now. And until the day breaks and the shadows all flee away, Amen.